Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Midwest Madness, your true crime, cult, conspiracy, and cryptid podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Danielle. Um, it's October. Which means it's Halloween. Spooky season. Season. I'm very excited. Well. Or if you prefer ooky season. I'm just, I'm not a Halloween person. No, but you're not. I do like doing these spooky stories. So I'm excited for that. Yes. Me too. They're... <laughs> They're so easy to research, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And they're fun. It's just different. Yeah. They're less... They Okay, they're not always, but they tend to be less depressing yeah. than some of the other stories that we cover. It's a little bit more light, in a way. Yeah. I would agree. Which is that. really nice, because sometimes it gets really hard to research about another murder. Yeah. So, uh, so there's... <laughs> There's something I wanted to talk about really quick. Oh boy! It's again. I think you've already seen this. Emily and is real pleased with herself. It's kind. Of, no, it's just I find it very funny. Okay. When I was researching the story, I had to go look back at one of our old episodes. Okay. And I was scrolling, and I was like, I saw our like reviews on. Oh no! Did you see? You probably know I've what I'm talking seen about. them, and I hoped you wouldn't see them because I was like, I don't want her no. feelings to get hurt. Because like, I was like low key petty about it for a while. I was like low key mad. No, I was like these people are. It's like a group of people clearly were like sitting all together and, and just all- like all shit on us for the same fucking things. And was, I was like, I are was, you? it's not even you. It's mainly me that they're shitting on, which I think is hilarious. Okay, I don't know what we're talking about, but basically. There's this some reviews on there, and I say um a lot, and yeah, I do. do. I, do I do say a lot, a lot. Well, and I do too. I do say um a lot, and it's like when you're looking for the spot that you're in. Right. It's like a very cultural thing too in Minnesota to to say um a lot. So it's just it's, and they're like, we've started a drinking game, and I'm like, well, you're welcome for getting you drunk because Emily, I'm so glad that okay. <laughs> I, I saw these, so and funny. I was like, I was so like, I went up to mom and dad, and I was like, I'm so scared. Well, I know. they're over. I they're like, almost a year old now. I know. I I didn't see them when they were over. I've, oh, yeah. I've known for a really long time. Because I mean, they were literally written in December of 22, so yeah. it's almost like a year old yeah, at this I, point. And I just saw them for the first time. Okay. And then there's some sweet baby angel on there who's like defending my honor basically and i'm like you don't have to like thank you but i think people forget like we are not professional we don't edit podcasters we don't edit no we just we don't get paid to do this no we we just sit in a room and talk to each other we do this for fun (laughs) to just spend some more time together essentially and yeah we're gonna say um so i thought it'd be kind of funny now if uh you have a um tally oh my god and we put it in our episode description <laughs> so that people can have their their shots lined up okay three episodes like at the bottom of yeah, the like, like this description um count <laughs> oh you're taking this so much better than i thought you would i was so worried you were gonna see it and have your feelings hurt because like no. i was mad I, like, my feelings are not hurt. okay because like big sister bear came out and was like fuck these people i fucking hate them like the get thing the is, fuck like, out of here i was they're not wrong like no I but it's it just a lot. like how they how they phrase something and like giving us one star re- ratings for that yeah people are really pressed about the word um yeah I guess, apparently uh, I just thought it was so funny. So okay, good. I'm so glad you weren't like really sad because I was like big pissed. No, and I then was there's like, another one where it was like half the time Emily sounds like she doesn't even want to be there. Yes, so I one too. quit while you're ahead because you never were. And I'm yeah, like, I was like, ooh, you're so cool. <laughs> I was like, 
Okay, well, just because you asked so nicely, I guess this is our last episode of the oh, podcast, you guys. Yeah, um, we will be yeah. done. It's just like if you don't like it, just don't listen. Right, that's my feelings how I felt aren't going to be too. heard about it. Like we're okay, like I good. said, we're just two sisters doing this for fun because literally we, in the like, spare room at our parents' house, we like true crime, and <laughs> we just when I moved out of the house, it was like or we moved out from each other. I should say it's yeah. just like it's a nice way to make sure we're still seeing each other right and it's like something that you said like we we both enjoy it and it was like we'd both kind of talked about doing different things like i'd talked about doing a different podcast completely did i tell you about this podcast idea i'd had no but we can talk about it yeah. later. so i i just had like this whole like jokey one that i wanted to do and then you like texted me one day you were just like do you want to just do one and i was like yes sure. why not <laughs> sounds fun so uh you're welcome for getting you drunk and you know as much as I joke about it, I will try to make a more... Because con- I know it can be a little excessive And it times. can be a little grating sometimes, Yeah, right? so I will try to make a conscious effort <laughs> to be better. I but won't. But it will <laughs> definitely take some time. So if you want to get a little tally oh going... God. Oh, my God. Like, um, like for, oh, there's oh, one. <laughs> yep, one. So here we go. Um, 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 um. Okay, you now have to take eight shots. You're welcome. Ooh. You're really just out to get people just trashy. Let's see. How many people can Emily put in the hospital? Should we... Maybe one episode we do it where I have to take a shot every time I say um, and we'll see how I feel by the end of the episode. No, can we, can we do something like like a half shot? Because I think you're going to make yourself literally throw up yeah. during the episode. Probably. If we did that. Because we record two. Right. So you'd have to do shots during yours and during mine. So there we go. I just thought that was funny. I finally saw that for the first time. Okay, well, I'm glad that your feelings weren't hurt because no, I was mad. Not hurt at all. <laughs> okay, good. I thought it was hilarious. And yeah, I'm going to get into my episode now. So first spooky episode of the year. I am going to the state of Iowa. Nice. I was wondering which one you were going to do. Yeah, I wanted to do Iowa first. And I was thinking about it too because I know like we could do more i could do like two episodes on iowa really you know what i mean i feel like oh i suppose like so you just want to like recycle some of them some of them i think you could i feel like shockingly i i feel like last year i had a really hard time finding in illinois i think there's a few that we'll probably find that with but maybe like for sure like less populated states iowa i know i could definitely do a second episode on i'm pretty sure i said this last year too with one of mine maybe missouri okay um that's interesting tally <laughs> i don't have anything to tell you tally i don't have down. my pad <laughs> oh hold on or uh, i do have my pad i just have my pencil um oh and my finger you my just said it too finger doesn't work oh damn it we're at three <laughs> okay let's try this okay I i'm think. gonna start talking now so okay, go for it. iowa the first place i'm going to talk about is a place i did an episode on which was the Velisca axe murder house Ooh, call back so if you no. have Whatever. not listened to that episode, you can go back and listen to it. I don't remember for sure. I got sidetracked by the reviews, so I didn't actually even look to when I did it. <laughs> but it's in there. Yeah, it is. The Let's see. And it wasn't one of the new fun named. Did you like what I named mine? Did you see what I named I it? I didn't even see One it. Tough Mother. Oh. Okay, so I'm going to do a quick recap on... The Velisca Axe Murder House. So okay. on June 11th, 1912, sometime between midnight and 5 a.m., eight people were all bludgeoned to death with an axe inside the home of the Moore family. 
The eight people included all six more family members and two friends of one of the daughters. Six out of the eight victims were children. The murder is still unsolved to this day. Uh, that wasn't enough. That was a... Uh. <laughs> no, I'm sure you can guess that such a with such a violent crime happening in this house, there's sure to be some pretty creepy things going on. After the murders, the house was lived in for many years by many different families, none of them staying for too long. The house was purchased by a woman named Martha Lynn in 1994, and she restored the home back to the condition it was in in 1912, stripping it of all of its electricity and plumbing to turn it into a tourist attraction, which was I thought was kind of interesting that she actually like took away the... She phys- physically... She... I just thought it was cool that she stripped it, like the electric. She took everything out, so it's like back to its normal. Oh, 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 oh you know yeah. I, mean? I see what you mean. She she stripped everything. Defurbished. Sure. Yeah, that works. Uh, at one point, <laughs> I think it's gonna be more fun now that we don't want to say um. I know. I think it's gonna cause lots of giggles. At one point, the door. Wait a second. Oh, no. I am on my wrong spot. Okay. We have reports of disembodied voices and footsteps, things being moved around the house, apparitions, shadows, and just bad, ominous vibes. I can honestly say I wouldn't want to hang out in that house, probably. Mm -mm. Not a chance. I watched an episode of Ghost Adventures where they visited. Yeah, we don't. We're not. I have lots of feelings and they're not good about adventures. So I know. Me too. Recently. Um, yeah? Oh, yeah we'll have to get into it later okay because I, I need to know where they visit the Velisca axe murder house and some pretty interesting things happen um at one point the door to the attic where it is suspected that the killer may have been hiding slams shuts on its own accord and by like slams shut i mean it like like boom. what and they're like not even in the house they're not even near the attic door it's just they have like one of those cameras like, oh yeah trained like, on it you yeah, know yeah, yeah. and it literally just like like with eight slams which so it's almost weird. like the spirit of the the murderer didn't want to be seen. They're like, oh shit, like you can see me and like slams. Yeah, it was weird. Ooh, I hate that. Yeah, I did not like that either. That made me feel that that mm. like made made my heart just be like all Ugh. sorts of way. I didn't like Ugh. that one. Uh, the house was also featured on an episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved. Oh my god, which I With personally think is the funniest ghost oh, show. Oh my god, Ryan and Shane, there. right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, when I went to that ghost thing with Megan a couple years ago, yeah. that, like, I made a shirt that said, like, either, like, we need to get our knives because we're either going to be haunted or something's going to kill us or, like, some quote yeah. from them. And every time I see it, it just makes me laugh. But they're I, so fucking good. They make me cackle. Oh, my God. They're so funny. So hard. Because, like... Which one doesn't give a shit? Shane? Shane. Right? Shane's just like, fuck this. This isn't real. And Ryan is like pooping his pants. Yeah, it's so funny. It would. I feel like it would kind of be like what would happen if you and I went. Like I'd some, be pooping my pants. You'd be pooping your pants. I'd be like, it's fine. Yeah. We're fine. It's not a big deal. But I'm definitely more of a believer than Shane is. So if you haven't uh, watched. 10 on a 10 would recommend. Yeah, they don't make that, them anymore. I know. Which it's makes so me sad. so sad. They're they were so good. so good. But they're on YouTube. Yes one of yeah so that he they you know they spend the night there or whatever and he ryan is very scared and shane's just like come at me ghost yeah (laughs) 
One of the most well-known haunting stories to come out of the Villisca Axe Murder House, however, comes to us from November 7th, 2014, when a visitor slash ghost hunter who was staying the night in the house actually stabbed himself in the chest with a knife. The 37-year-old Wisconsin man was visiting the house with friends for a recreational paranormal investigation. It was said at the time he was in the northwest corner of the home alone while his friends waited outside when they heard him call for help on their two-way radio. That's when his friends found him and called 911. The incident happened around 12.45 a.m. It isn't known why the man stabbed himself, but it didn't take too long for people to believe that something sinister was at play. I hate that. Weird, right? That's literally not even the only story I've heard of that kind of thing happening. There or just in general? Um, Just like in general. Like there, I I don't remember which show I was watching. It was like Ghost Hunters or um, Kindred Spirits. I think it was Kindred Spirits with Amy Bruni and Adam Barry. And they were talking to other ghost hunters and they were at a different like location. And he was like, yeah, I just was like in there by myself. And all of a sudden I just like fucking stabbed myself. And they were like, hmm, what like what were you doing beforehand? And it turns out that somebody previously had like antagonized the spirits. Mm -hmm. And so the spirit was like fucking pissed and apparently like got him to stab himself. Yeah, this is. I'm like a, I'm a believer, but like a skeptical believer. That's I think what we've I say talked too. about yeah. this before, but that's like, well, I don't know why someone would just do that to themselves. Right. Yeah. It's a little suspicious. So. Yeah. It's a little weird. Unless there's like some mental health thing that right. just like took over. But right. that would, out of the blue for 37 would be abnormal. Well. Usually things like that show up in your 20s. Right. Um, so. Do, tally it down. According to their website, the Villisca Axe Murder House website, you can either take a daytime tour of the home for just $10 a person, or for the more daring, you can stay the, in the house overnight. These tours cost $428, and that allows for one to six people. The tour starts at 4 p.m. the night before and ends it the next morning at 9.30 a.m. Would you? No. During the day? Daytime tour? Yes. I just, I don't know if I'd really want to. Why? So I can go see where eight people were murdered? Like, yeah. What's yeah, the mean, point? Yeah, I guess. You know? Yeah. There's no other significance to right. the house but I that. suppose. I suppose. I mean, at this point, though, it is a st- historical house because she's, like... Stripped it. Yeah. I, there's, there's definitely a word for that. I and know. people are, like, screaming it at us. But I can't think of what it is either. Uh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> she got me. Um, uh, There's another one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> We are gonna be a train wreck. I think, is it, so did you say it was like the 400 and whatever per person or per group? Per group. And then if you have more than six people, you have to pay like another, it was like 50 bucks a head or something on top of that. Because if Tommy wanted to go, I would do it. You would do it? Morbid curiosity. No. I just have this dream to see something and i don't think i ever have i thought i might have at the fort that i was at with megan and we'll see what happens next weekend because next that weekend picture is when i'm gonna go she took that without me oh i wasn't there that, that was the first time she went still gets me i know because it's so fucking weird yeah because you would not wear a dress to that 
you just wouldn't so this weekend i'm going again um so oh thank you so i will report back in two weeks sorry next big tangent place we're going to is called edinburgh manor this is in jones county iowa and it was built in 1850 as a poor farm so for those of you who don't know what a poor farm is it was a place that the poor incurably insane and disabled would be provided with shelter and food in exchange for labor sounds like not a place i would want to hang out and then i just probably wasn't a place that they wanted to hang out either it's and i guess maybe i don't know what the definition of incurably insane is right but i don't know why you would want to mix like the poor and disabled with the incurably insane you know what i mean because history is unkind to people that are not quote-unquote able right edinburgh manor was a poor farm between 1850 and 1910 and during that time it was said that there were or were as many as 150 deaths on the property holy shit if the people who died had families their bodies would be released to them but most people didn't have families so their bodies would be buried on property in a cemetery after the farm was closed in 1910, the original structure was demolished and a structure that, the structure that is now there was built and completed in 1911. At this point, it opened its doors to the insane, disabled, poor, and elderly again, and it was operated for 99 years and closed on November of 2010. Holy shit! Yeah. When it was decided that the manor was no longer suitable for inhabitants, inhabitation and the patients that were there were transferred to a new hospital and an edible manor was essentially abandoned edinburgh that's a really long like that's way more recent than i was expecting yeah like way more recent edinburgh manor was then bought by new owners with plans to turn it into a bed and breakfast don't know how you go from one to the other but well i suppose that you already have rooms yeah but unfortunately, too much work was needed to be done to the property, so the owners decided to open it up in 2012 for paranormal overnight stays and daytime tours. The manor is huge, taking up 12,000 square feet, and it has three floors, each floor having its own haunts. So the first floor is known to be haunted by several different spirits. Uh, one, one of them, or one of the most popular, being one of a sweet and playful little girl. It is said that you can hear her singing, laughing, and running up and down the halls. For me, I don't want to hear a child, a ghost child. <laughs> the, f- the fact, like, ghost children are way scarier than adult ghosts, in my opinion. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. But there's, like, an innocence to a child. Is yeah. that... I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. I just think if I was, like, in, aban- in an abandoned place and I heard a child giggle, I think I would shit my pants. Well, I suppose it's like, because that's one place they definitely shouldn't be, Yeah, I suppose. I, I guess I get that. It is said that oh, she also uh, likes to play with toys in room 106. She has been nicknamed Susie Aww. and told some paranormal investigators that she, quote, was just dropped off there, end quote. Stop. That's so sad. Yeah. The second most popular spirit on the first floor is that of a man who likes to hang out in room 121, but he is also seen sometimes walking down to room 108. He is believed to be a man who died by suicide in a room that is presently known as a janitor's closet. In room 105, people have reported 
bad feelings and it is said that in this room there is a brutal brutal sexual assault so basically i don't want to go between rooms 105 and 108 i personally don't want to go in any of the rooms good point <laughs> okay next we'll move to the second floor one guest who was staying the night in a room upstairs was woken up by someone grabbing his big toe and squeezing wait so you can like actually like sleep yeah. There. You can sleep at the Villas Gas Murder House too. Would you get any sleep? No. Me either. Uh, You'd have to drug me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Later that night, a EVP was captured saying, quote, I grabbed you in the same. I fucking room. hate that. Yeah. Wow, I hate that so much. There's also a woman in a white dress who has been seen at the top of the stairwell. She disappears when people see her, but she always has been spotted between like noon and 2 p.m. Interesting. A white mist is often also seen in the same exact location. In room 204, there is a toy fire truck, which has been seen moving on its own, sometimes showing up in completely different rooms on the same floor. I hate that. Yeah, me too. And then finally, we'll go down to the basement. The basement is haunted by two different male ghosts. One of them is a tall man wearing a brown cowboy hat and a long duster coat. He also always appears uh, between the hours of noon and 2 p.m., just like the why do I- lady in the white dress. Why Why does that put such like a perfect picture in picture. your head? Like, you know exactly what he looks like. Yeah, right. Exactly. Which I think is interesting that he always shows up at the same time. Same time as she does. Oh, they're star-crossed lovers. They're looking for each other. Maybe that's why she's on the stairs. Maybe. But she can't go down there and they're forever can't be down there. Oh, no. We don't want that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I just got... Oh, yeah. I know later. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's the earlier than the one we have, so... Basement. Okay. The basement doors leading to the staircase open and close on their own, and the owner's dog is drawn to the staircase for some reason as well. The most famous ghost, however, is the other male, who people have nicknamed the Joker. No. Yeah. Oh, God. When you hear the Joker, do you think, like, funny, or do you think, like, scary? I think, like, the Joker from, like, Batman. So, okay, that's where what he's, I like, thought, crazy. too. Yeah. Because um, in the article, they were, like despite his fun name and silly name i'm like uh when i hear the joker i think bad yeah like also when you hear the clown yeah Yeah. Mm -mm. nope the joker has been known to touch people so hard that he leaves marks oh my god he throws dishes on the floor in the basement dining room uh he is described as a tall slender man with a crazy smile on his face no i hate it yeah me too he wonder wanders between rooms off most often seen in what is known as the padded room it's not padded anymore, but I'm assuming maybe in the past right. it might have been. That makes sense. It was said that he died by suicide, by hanging, and because of this, people have reported having a hard time breathing in the basement, and they, the marks typically appear Stop. on their necks. <gasps> yeah. That's so rude. Don't fucking touch me. Yeah. Ugh. You can still visit Edinburgh Manor today, uh, whether you want to do a detour or an overnight visit. Overnight visits cost $250 for one to five people, and day tours are 10. Reservations are required for both. Would you do that one during the day? No. No. Okay. I'm just, I'm going to ask for everything because, like, I'm just curious, like, where you, you've done ghost things. Yeah. So I'm just kind of trying to figure out where your line is. My line is, 
I don't really know. I'm not even really afraid of like ghosts, to be honest. Girl, your dancing pants scared feet. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot <laughs> about the that. ghost in the graveyard. That was would fun. beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny because I'm like, oh, my God, you can just see like you can't even see your full face and you're you can just tell you're so fucking stressed out. Yeah. Like You're like, mm, nope, can't. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, on this uh, Edinburgh Manor website, they have a section where you can see like evidence. Ooh, I'll have to show you some pictures yes, when we're done because there's some extra pretty. Some good ones. Good ones on there, I will say. Oh. So uh, if you guys are curious, obviously those links will be in the hopefully those things will be in the subscription or the description sometimes emily's links sh- come together as a picture oh and i can't get them apart so Weird. sometimes i just say links in, or um it'll say like sources at sources in episode. episode yeah okay sorry yeah no it's nothing you do i don't know why it does that because it only does it sometimes it's not all the time weird so next we're going to the independence mental hospital <clears throat> I feel like it wouldn't be a haunted episode if we didn't talk about at least one mental hospital. So here we are. I have one in mind too. See, I feel like there's oh, just well, always. I feel like it's because there was so many people and so much tragedy and so much death that like they weren't happy places. Yeah. You know? The Independence Mental Hospital is located in Independence, Iowa and was built in 1873 as an asylum to hold drug addicts, alcoholics, and the mentally ill. The hospital was built to relieve the crowding at Mount Pleasant State Hospital, and it cost more than $800,000 to build and took 10 years, which is Jeez. crazy. That is crazy. The hospital is actually still functioning to this day and is serving as a psychiatric hospital and a drug and rehabilitation program, and it also houses a training school for nurses. The building has gone through multiple renovations, and because of this, it is in pretty good shape compared to the others in the area. You would hope if it's still being used. <laughs> there were parts of the building. It seems like part of it's like still being used and part of it oh, okay, I see. isn't anymore. So it's kind of half and half. Okay. Okay. There were parts of the buildings that were said to be the place of many lobotomies and electric shock therapies. And this seems to be where people experience a lot of different activity. People report hearing whispers, feeling cold drafts, and having the feeling of someone or something watching them. People who work at the hospital still tend to avoid these areas because they say they hear disembodied voices and screaming. There are also apparitions of former staff and patients throughout the buildings and also on the grounds, which I think is interesting. Yeah. You can also visit this one. That's so crazy. I didn't um, find anything about visiting any of mine. Like, tell me down. I put it oh. on. Uh, You're so much better at noticing than I am. <laughs> I don't even notice anymore. I think it's mainly just daytime tours on this one. It's not overnight. Well, like, if there are people living there, yeah, that activity would make sense. kind of things. So that would make sense. Vincent House is next. The Vincent House is located in Fort Fort Dodge, Iowa, and it is the oldest building in the community. It was built in 1872 by James and Adeline Sawin. The Sawins were known to be a part of the spiritual spiritualist society, okay, meaning that they believed in, spoke to, and welcomed spirits into their home, which I feel like was very unheard of for the time. Um, not with the spiritualist movement. No, no, no they're spiritualists were like really into like the psychic mediums and like Sarah Winchester. You've heard of the Winchester House, right? Yeah, she was big into the spiritualist stuff. She had like seances every night because she wanted to appease the spirits that that's why her house is so crazy i still think it's not like common though i don't know i mean 
maybe like not inviting the spirits in but like definitely believing in that kind of stuff really went through like a big heyday like harry houdini was very very against it he thought it was all a sham and right honestly lots of it probably was okay well at one point a psychic medium visited the home and stated that there are as many as 25 different spirits living there or hanging out there two of course being james and adeline themselves that makes sense there are also two known deaths in this house one being a little girl named helen vincent who was the daughter of the second owner of the house webb vincent who bought it after the sandwich as well as charles vincent who unfortunately died by suicide in the ballroom after the fall of the stock market in 1920 so that was right before the great depression correct guests have seen helen dressed in black running around the living room uh she is often known to wave to guests oh that's kind of sweet welcome yeah like hey what's up chase me (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if that's what she really wants but it is also said that if someone plays the piano the spirits will walk down the staircase dressed in period clothing to try to see what is going on okay that's kind of cool sure for some (laughs) sounds like a nightmare to me (laughs) people have heard creepy noises coming from the second floor of the house scaring one woman so bad that she literally waited on the block from the house until the current caretaker and that's emily current caretaker (laughs) of the home showed up to go back into the home with her when they walked up to the second floor they found the hair that a hairbrush had been thrown onto the floor the caretaker picked up the brush put it on the dresser and turned off the light as soon as the two got back outside the light in the same bedroom had come back on so he went back upstairs and he turned the light off and he said okay no more of that and then the (laughs) light never came back on that's funny he was like you are wasting my time it's like i've already had to walk up these stairs twice please no more i am tired it is bedtime i want to go home (laughs) as soon as the two oh sorry i already read that line you can also sometimes see handprints show up on the window of the third story ballroom one paranormal investigation group was trying to get in touch with Charles in the ballroom with an EVP de- device. And when it asked if Charles was in the room, they got the response of no. And when asked who they were talking to, the voice responded with get out. So they did. <laughs> they dipped. That's respectful. If someone tells you to get out, get out. That's know? respectful. Yeah now i couldn't really find if you can stay overnight at the vincent house and do investigations i mean obviously they let some Some people people, yeah but you can um rent the vincent house for things like meetings dinners receptions weddings and other formal get-togethers would you visit get married there no okay not pretty enough or just the chances of running into a ghost on your big day just not my vibe okay so that'd be like getting married at glenshane wouldn't be terrible it's a very pretty backdrop it is and for my last story today i wanted to do something a little silly so this is uh (laughs) the rainbow bridge which is located just south of lake city iowa it was built in 1914 and spans the north raccoon river i'm sorry the north raccoon river the rainbow bridge on the north that that implies that there's a south raccoon river right (laughs) maybe in an east and a west too it is said that the ghost who haunts this bridge is a lover of chocolate. If you leave a bar of chocolate in the middle of the bridge at midnight and then walk away, within five minutes, the chocolate bar will be gone, but the wrapper will still remain intact. That's because it's a fucking raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The raccoon's like, fuck yeah, more chocolate. More chocolate. <laughs> Those tiny little hands. 
And that is my episode on Iowa. So love it. Like I said, I only did five places and I could have probably I could probably do another at least five. I kept finding the same places on every source. Mm. Which was kind of frustrating for the state I did, but it's fine. Yeah, that was good. Those were very interesting. I have a long list. If you have of to sources. go if you have to go to one, which one are you going to? Probably the Vincent House, I think. That would have been my guess. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Rainbow Bridge. Okay, fair. Or yeah. the Rainbow Bridge. Just to see if I can get the ghost to eat chocolate. AKA the raccoon. Which is you'd see a raccoon though. Not if you turn and walk away. You're not walking that far. I don't know. They're crafty little mothers. Just saying. My sources were VelliscaIowa.com, RoadTrippers.com, Vice.com, TravelIowa.com, TheLittleHouseOfHorrors.com. That's Edinburgh Manor, by the way. EdinburghManor.Wixsite.com, HauntedRooms.com, KCCR.com, MessengerNews.net, VincentHouseFD.OctadianNet, and IowaPBS.org. PBS? Yeah. Wow. So there we go. There is my story. And I'm actually pretty proud of my ums. <laughs> Didn't That's have that one. many. <laughs> so there you go. Well, and some of them are mine, so I can't even tell you how many there were. Do you want to do socials? I certainly can. So our socials are Midwest Madness uh, Podcast on Facebook mw madness podcast on instagram and that is also our gmail cool well we hope you guys have a great rest of your week a good first week of october and we will talk to you guys on tuesday bye